Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalit Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Ah, Matt Mosley. Good to be with you on this Monday. And uh, so much to react to from the weekend. Got in late last night from covering the Cowboys. Cowboys 54-19 winners over the Colts. What a sad thing that is to watch somebody when their best days are behind them on the football field. And that would be the case of Matt Ryan as things broke down. Headline in the uh, Dallas Morning News today for this Cowboys game. Fourth and 33. Five touchdown scoring frenzy in the final period turns the game into a rout. Hard to believe that late in the uh, third quarter, Colts down there score and they're trying to to go for two to make it tied at twenty one. They don't. They're unsuccessful, and so it's twenty nine twenty one nineteen Cowboys, and it feels like hey, they're in a tussle. They're in a tussle with these Colts. Look at look at Coach Saturday bringing a good unit in there. And it fell apart from there, and the Cowboys romped. And so as the day unfolds, um, since I was at the game last night, covering that from every angle, got to have conversations with Deron Bland, the who had two interceptions, Damone Clark, who's played really well for the Cowboys. And then, of course, we talked to Jerry after the game, and he had a lot to say about uh, OBJ and what's going on with that whole situation. He is in town today, expected to uh, go to the Mavs game. Is that tonight, Aaron? I'm trying to think. But yes. he's going to be around till Tuesday, okay? So he's going to go see the Mavs play. And, and there's some – I don't know if Jerry's going to – Jerry does not usually go to the Mavs. That's usually Stephen – and uh, and maybe Jerry Jr. and some of the grandsons <coughs> like to go to those Mavs games. That's not a place you normally see Jerry Jones. But who knows? With OBJ in town, maybe that'll uh, maybe that'll actually happen. And um, I was trying to see here, Aaron, the uh, the Mavs. Um, oh, Suns. Yeah, oh, Phoenix. Fun. Suns at Mavs. With a uh, 7.30 tip uh, today, and that's who they play there. And, of course, that'll be that um, rematch from what happened last year in those uh, Western Conference semifinals. So it is uh, a lot to get to today, a lot of fun stuff, a lot of high school to react to, some of the different things that were going on. I believe Tom's preparing to take his group with Coach Tusa. Uh, to Round Rock, of course, uh, Crawford gets it done. And uh, got to hear from, um, well, the other night, there was uh, uh, there was Tom uh, Nesbitt, Brian Fonville, of course, of uh, Central National Bank fame, our, Central, our uh, presenting sponsor, 
Terry Tacker, the chief statistician for that group. And that was a great win. Great win for Crawford. And they continue on. And then, of course, next week, if they all keep winning, it's going to, I mean, they're going to keep going. They're going to end up in, you know, playing for in the state title game. So this week, some of these big games, of course, Abbott, I was kind of, I was monitoring what Abbott was doing. I had my eye on a lot of games. I really was interested in Alito and Burleson Centennial. I think that's going to be an unbelievable game this weekend when Alito and Longview get together at Kincaid Stadium in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, mainly the Dallas area. That's going to be an unreal game. But uh, lots of lots of area, of course, uh, China Spring. What do they do? I mean, they they just uh, it's a uh, it's a juggernaut of a program, and always kind of like looking because I like seeing what those uniforms look like. Um, and of course, we had the Crawford coach, Coach Jacobs, on the other day. So a really uh, interesting. And I'm trying to think what else we were looking at the other night. Um, certainly, that yeah, the Crawford Toller. But uh, we had our, we had a lot of things going on out there. So we're continuing to stay on top of all our high school action. And again, some of these big games, the Crawford game, uh, and and then of course the uh, um, what we were just mentioning, Mart. Uh, th- those games will be. Uh, on Thursday night, you say, well, why is that? Well, the following week, if they win those games, one of those games, and I think that's one of those games will be played on a Wednesday, and I think one of those games will be on a Thursday. So you've got to uh, you got to go ahead and get these things in, and so this week it'll be a little different, and there'll be that uh, Thursday matchup. Now, Aaron, we also had the news that Baylor got its bowl invitation. I do not sense from our listeners, the people that like to tweet and be on social media, there does not seem to be a lot of excitement in the Baylor Nation based on going to the Armed Forces Bowl, which my response would, to that would be don't lose the final three games of the season. Right? I mean, I, I, I do not buy into this, oh, my gosh, we – they beat Kansas, or they beat Oklahoma, and they, these, they have the same record. They should get to go to a better bowl game. No, here's the deal. <clears throat> if you're 6-6 six and six and a bowl, like for the Liberty Bowl, for instance, Kansas is very, very excited to be in a bowl game. Well, a bowl, a, a bowl committee or a bowl, you know, these bowl executives, they want people that are going to travel and be excited. Are you going to tell me that we were just going to cover up Memphis? And we would have gone. The station would have gone. Tom and I would have been there. Lark, we would have been there. But let's not act like our fan base was going to just up and everybody go to the Liberty Bowl. And then the same thing for the guaranteed rate bowl in Phoenix. Do I get it that it's more fun for the players maybe to go uh, somewhere else or go Hey, you 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 go six and six. You go where they tell you to go, okay? And I, I don't. And and plus, Baylor has a ton of alums in the Fort Worth area, the Dallas Fort Worth area. Uh, so it, I mean, of course, with the huge Waco contingent, it's a, it's actually going to work out. 
people, as it gets closer to it, are going to want to go, and they'll hear from their friends. They're like, hey, are y'all going to go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, these people, a lot of Baylor alums live out, whether it be, you know, all the the whole Metroplex is covered up with Baylor people. You can't tell me as you get closer to that game on the 26th of December, the Armed Forces Bowl at uh, that's going to be played at Amon Carter Stadium in Fort Worth, that people aren't going to buy tickets and go out there. Now, for the whole Bear Foundation and some of this stuff needs to be bought, some of these tickets need to be bought like by Wednesday. So there's some certain things. If you're going to try to sit with Baylor people and buy it through Baylor, you do need to act quickly. Um, I was hearing from my family on this, but you can get a ticket to this game. I mean, I, I it'll be fine. And quite honestly, I I jumped on. I was headed out to cover the Cowboys yesterday, Aaron, and I jumped on a Zoom call with Troy Calhoun from uh, from the Air Force Academy. And I was it was so refreshing to hear from somebody. They've been it. This will be the sixth sixth time they've been in it. They come to the Metroplex a lot. They've played in, like, I think one of the bowls, maybe in Frisco or the First Responders Bowl, maybe. They, I mean, obviously, they're a tremendous choice for the Armed Forces Bowl. It's a good team, by the way. They went 9-3. and three. But I loved it that the coach was there, the bowl, you know, the people. I mean, the people that work on this year-round to throw this bowl, I mean, they're going to put on a nice show, and the, and the players are going to have a good time. So... I just, I, I cannot, I am um, sort of, you know, acting like, oh, my gosh, Baylor got screwed over on the bowl. Ah, give me a break. I'm not, I'm not buying that. I, you know, it's just not for me. Now, would I have liked to have heard from Coach Aranda yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, selfish reasons um, with what happened. Now, he could have said no comment, of course, but I wanted to hear he he would have certainly been asked about Ron Roberts. I mean, um, John Warner from the Waco Trib, Eric Kelly from Fox. I mean, all of us were gathered on that Zoom call yesterday, and all we had was the Air Force Academy coach. And, and man, he was great, good to visit with. I remember, Aaron, back in the day, Calhoun's name came up before they hired Art. Even before that, maybe, when they hired Guy Morris, Troy Calhoun's been at Air Force for a long time now. Heck of a college football coach. Has done a tremendous job. And I remember Baylor being interested in him. I asked him about that. And he didn't. He obviously wasn't going to admit that he had ever looked at Baylor or interviewed with Baylor or whatever. But I just thought it was interesting that his name used to come up in association with some of those Baylor openings in the past. Um, for whatever reason, Dave Aranda... Uh, did not make himself available, and uh, and I that's believe me that's his decision. And he they don't it's hard to make uh, Dave do anything he doesn't want to do. So it's just um, you know I I just want to see. I hope the program and everybody sort of gets behind this thing and uh, embraces it, and and we can have some excitement. But um, I just I was very appreciative of the way the Air Force coach jumped in there and was so excited about the game and, and had a lot of good things to say and spent some time with us and all of that. So that's all I'll say on that uh, on that front. Aaron, are you? Uh, do you think as we get closer 
to that date, December 22nd, um, will you get a little more excited? I mean, can you can you kind of uh, – I saw some of our local TV guys. In fact, we'll have Chris Williams from KWTX on, and they were not feeling it on the Armed Forces Bowl, mainly because where did Lively go to college, Aaron? You remember Matt Lively? He went to Arizona, Arizona State. State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what bowl game is being played out there? Right. The guaranteed rate Phoenix Bowl or whatever that thing is. He was wanting to go out there and hang out. Um, Fort Worth will be fine. And, Aaron, my point, I don't know if you agree with this or not, my, my point is just simply this. If you go 6-6, six and six, you got to live with the results. You can't be grousing around acting like you deserve a better bowl game. Like, I don't understand that way of thinking. I agree 100%. I also have been reminding family and friends that are lifelong Baylor fans that at one point Baylor had the second longest bowl drought in the country, and most of my adult life was spent with seasons of Baylor football not going to bowl games. So I don't take any of them for granted, and I don't get upset at any bowl matchup. Like you said, if if they hadn't lost the last three, they probably would have been in another bowl. But I, I'm excited. I, I can't wait for the bowl. Good. I like that attitude. We're going to keep that attitude. And I appreciate all the coaches across the country that jumped onto these Zoom sessions and um, were excited about the bowl and, and visited with the media and all of that. Because you know who, Aaron, do you, do you think the school sends us all out and pays for our trip to these places? Like, who shows up three or four days before these games to cover the teams and let all their fan base know back in Waco, you know, it's it's KWTX, it's uh, uh, it's the NBC affiliate, it's Channel 6, it's 44, uh, it's the Fox folks, it's 25, it's Jack Allen. Those groups all pay to send their people up there and cover these bowl games. So um, I, I think hopefully... When the dust settles, people will start kind of getting behind this bowl game. And part of it is, Aaron, and I'll talk about this with Chris Williams coming up. Part of the issue is what stadium it is. Yeah. It's the home stadium of TCU. Okay, that that is that's a huge Baylor rival. Two schools, the two fan bases do not like each other. And it doesn't help that TCU, and of course they did lose the Big 12 title game, but they're in the college football playoff, and so they're going to need their facilities. And so Baylor will have to find, and maybe they can share, who knows. But you think Sonny Dykes is just going to be, I mean, I think he and Dave Aranda have a good relationship. But, I mean, I don't think they're just going to like say, hey, Baylor, just take over. We're fine. We'll get we'll get ready. We can kind of work around you. <laughs> I mean, this is a this is a team going to the college football playoff. So there is that the weirdness of having to play in the home stadium of your biggest rival. It is strange. Do I understand why people are disappointed? Yes, but be disappointed in the right thing. Be disappointed in the fact that the Bears had turned their season around and then for whatever reason, finish on a three-game losing streak. You don't – at that point, it's out of your hands. I'm sorry. If if Liberty Bowl wants the Jayhawks, you know, more power to them. I can't – I mean, I, I just 
you don't have ground to stand on to do all this whining, and I'm hearing a lot of whining out there. All right, uh, if you want to whine, by the way, I'll let you. 254-662-1660. Can you get behind this bowl game? Are you upset? What are you? What's the deal? Were you upset that somebody else got your bowl game? Do you feel like they should have had the Liberty Bowl? Text us. We'll read some of your texts. Next, though, Chris Williams from KWTX Channel 10 joins us. It's the Class 2A Division II state semifinals this Thursday night on ESPN Central Texas. Join us for a battle of the Panthers as the Mark Panthers take on Burton. Our coverage from Round Rock begins at 6.30 with the pregame. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7 o'clock. Join us Thursday night as the Mark Panthers look to punch their ticket to the state championship. It's Mark and Burton Thursday at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the Foundation Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. <laughs> Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. 
When it's time for your new car, truck, or SUV, BK Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class, the Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. BK Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at BK Ford. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weintz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cowboys used a 33.4 quarter to run away from the Colts last night, 54-19. Tonight on Monday Night Football, New Orleans at Tampa Bay, 7:15 kickoff on ESPN. College football playoffs are set. Georgia will face Ohio State, and TCU will face Michigan in the semifinals. Baylor will face Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth on December 22nd. Other Big 12 teams in bowls, Oklahoma State versus Wisconsin in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl on December 27th, Kansas versus Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl, and Texas Tech and Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl on December 28th. OU and Florida State in the Cheez-It Bowl and Texas and Washington in the Alamo Bowl on December 29th and Kansas State and Alabama in the Sugar Bowl on New Year's Eve. UMHB will have a rematch of last year's championship game in the semifinals on Saturday as the crew travel to North Central to take on the Cardinals. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, man, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, rolling right through a Monday. As we get into the 5 o'clock hour today, I do have my conversations with Jerry Jones last night, Deron Bland, Damon Clark. Uh, Right now, Chris Williams is on with us, and uh, boy, you know Chris from uh, Channel 10, KWTX, and he's a man that likes to go to a Big 12 title game. Chris, the, uh, the, the, the Bears are going to Fort Worth, okay? I'm trying to kind of – I'm going to – I like Fort Worth. It's a fun place, and, Chris, we're going to have a good time there. So I, I know not everybody is that pumped up about it, but I'm going to kind of turn you around on this bowl game, okay? Armed Forces, we all love our Armed Forces – and we get to be around Air Force. And I, I for one, was kind of excited to get to talk to Coach Calhoun yesterday. Uh, and I thought that was very uh, gracious of him to, to show up and visit with the assembled media. Yeah, I, I don't – That it kind of goes to the same thing. I don't think Dave Aranda not talking to us helped the case of trying to get Baylor fans excited about this bowl game. I mean, it was a perfect chance have him come out and say, hey, one last chance to support these great seniors, one last chance to see some of the younger guys step up. I think hearing from Dave Aranda would have helped. So, yeah, it was fun hearing from Air Force. Disappointing to just have radio silence from Baylor when fans are clearly upset about the, the bowl selection. Yeah. <laughs> so you you think when the fans are complaining, the fact that the coach doesn't show up for the for – the, I mean – you know how these things work, Chris. They, they're all across the, the country. I mean, uh, Saban does not want to be in that bowl game he's in. I mean, even though it's not a bad bowl game, I mean, he's used to being in the college football playoff. But they were all there for their their news conference because, you know, the, the bowl I, – I my thing is if they're going to take the time to put a bowl game on, you're going to go play in it. And use the time to to be with your, now. Maybe Chris, it is a situation of where 
he didn't want to address the the elephant in the room, which is he just fired his mentor. And maybe he's not. I mean, he's going to have to answer questions about it at some point. Maybe he wasn't ready to answer questions. Of course, you can say I'm not going to comment on that. That that is a uh, um, that's a perfectly acceptable answer. But um, yeah, I don't get it, man. That's a I'm with you. That's a very that's a strange thing if you've got this kind of reaction to a bowl game, and then and then Cal, Coach Calhoun shows up and kind of has to represent. Did you? I mean, did you notice that on the on the uh, Zoom? You got all of us are on there. He spent more time talking about Baylor than he ever did on his own team about Air Force because we, of course, were bringing up the Baylor angle on all this. Yeah, definitely. And I think, and I know you said before the break that you would listen to people whine, so that's why I let myself get a little whiny with you today, Matt. But I think that it almost goes to show you, I mean, people on Twitter were like, why would these other bowl games not want Baylor? Well, because these bowl games want a team that's going to go out there and promote it on the highest and make it sound like even if you're going to the Cheez-It Bowl or the guaranteed rate bowl, it's the greatest thing in the world. And so, again, I don't think it helps the case. I think if you're an Air Force fan, you're really excited about this opportunity, and then you get to hear your coach talk about it. That's great. And uh, and so, yeah, I think it was missed opportunity, but it was very gracious of him. And, and you can tell that the Falcons know how big this opportunity is for them to play you know, to play and, and in their eyes, hopefully beat a team that's coming off a sugar bowl and, and hand Baylor a losing season. I mean, this is everything Air Force could ask for and more out of this bowl game. Chris, I, I was, I have not gotten to visit with you since uh, Dave Aranda made the uh, call to fire Ron Roberts, his longtime mentor. And you can look at this thing different, couple of different ways. Well, two coordinators now fired in three years. I mean, this one, I think, caught some people by surprise. But I also, I told one of my Aggie buddies about this. We were talking about it, and he said, well, good for Dave Aranda for, you know, not waiting around or not being complacent. And if you didn't have the kind of year you expected to make, you know, you know, have the have the guts to go make a change. What was your initial reaction? Was it surprise what what was the uh and of course now um it'll be fascinating to see what direction they go here although you know the thing is ultimately on the whole team falls on aranda but especially the defense i mean the defense he is considered one of the greatest defensive minds in the country so you know you can i mean it it's hard for me to put too much on ron roberts in this thing because ultimately the entire defense and everything about it, it comes from Miranda. Yeah, that's true. It's just when you see your defense take as big of a step back as Baylor took this year, you know that you need to shuffle some things around. Um, and I, I agree with your Aggie friend that you mentioned. That was kind of my first view of it. I really like Ron Roberts and my interactions with him. I, I don't think that the defense – was egregious this year, though at times, you know, there were situations where you wish they would have tackled better or made one or two key stops. But the biggest takeaway for me was, you know, Dave is such a nice guy, person over player, getting to know people that you worry sometimes he wouldn't be able to to do what's necessary to be a good head coach because you do have to make tough decisions. So for him to be able to, to send his mentor packing like that shows that as nice of a guy as Dave is, he still understands that you need to do what it takes 
to win football games. And as long as you have that approach, you know, it almost makes you feel better. It's easy to say two coordinators gone in, in what a little over two or probably about two calendar years is concerning, but I think it's a good sign from the sense of adapt to survive. Look, if that's what needs to be done, Dave's willing to make it happen. And that's a lot better than being a stubborn coach, you know, like maybe a Jimbo Fisher for your Aggie friend who isn't willing to find someone else to call the plays, even though it's a, it's a tough change, but it's a change that needs to happen to succeed. All right, talking to Chris Williams, Channel 10. You see him on TV. Boy, he anchors. He likes to get out there in the field. And um, uh, I thought that was uh, kind of cool. Uh, the, the Big 12 title game, TCU loses it in heartbreaking fashion. Um, Chris, isn't that interesting? Back-to-back goal line stands to end that game. And and you were down there right in the middle of it when it happened, and I think famously somebody maybe took a picture of you uh, reacting to that goal line stand, if I recall correctly. But uh, well, it, it, isn't that wild? And I thought that was funny that Paul Feinbaum, and I, I joked about it, he said nobody's going to watch the Big 12 title game. Well, I, I, I'm not – Ratings may have come out today. I didn't, I didn't, but I mean, obviously, because of the way the game finished, I bet it does a huge rating. Yeah, I, I don't. Paul Feinbaum has really found himself saying some some foolish things all season long. You would think after he was proved wrong week in and week out by TCU and by all these big time names that maybe at some point he would get the hint. Um, I'm, you know, a lot of respect for him as a writer. Obviously, he's been doing it for a long time, but. Just because you think the SEC is the best doesn't mean you have to pretend like the Big 12 wasn't probably the most entertaining conference from a week-in, week-out standpoint this year. And uh, and that trickled into that conference championship game. I mean, was there a better conference championship game than that? None were even close. So I don't I don't read much into what Paul – you know, let's let Paul stick to talking about the SEC and let's uh, let some people who have actually paid attention to the Big 12 uh, commentate on the Big 12. Now, I, I think that's a fair point. Um, one of the things you have on your Twitter, uh, and, and I like this, boy, Channel 10. I like it when you brand things with the Channel 10. Um, but you were there and talking to Quentin Johnston, uh, who was the uh, tremendous player from Temple, wasn't the only player from Temple uh, in that game, uh, playing for the Frogs. I thought that was cool how uh, Coach Stewart, the uh, Scott Stewart, the head coach at Temple, even responded to that. Um, and I'm sure that was you there, uh, you and your compadres, asking uh, Quentin Johnston about, you know, what it sort of meant being from Central Texas and what a thoughtful answer he gave. Um, I thought, uh, Chris, what did you what did you make of what he said about, like, maybe kids coming through Central Texas or Temple that uh, the, the example he wanted to set for them. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, for him just to say that, you know, everyone that comes up wants to be that person. So now that he's on the national stage, to be able to give those kids someone to look up to and, and basically someone to, to allow them to believe, I thought that was really cool. What I thought was even cooler, because that, you know, that is awesome and it's great when you see people like that. But what was even better was when he followed up and said, you know, this is after a tough loss. He just took it on the chin 10 minutes ago. And for him to say, it's a good example for them to see us down in a loss so they can see the way we bounce back. And to be able to to have that wherewithal after you just had a heartbreaking overtime loss and you're thinking about, you know what, we're going to carry ourselves the same way and we're going to show these kids that, yeah, they can be great, but also 
they can deal with adversity and do it the right way. I thought he his answer to that question was way better than I could have imagined. And and I think the people in Temple, you know, they're enjoying seeing it on Twitter for good reason. I mean, he is a, a great person to represent that community. All right, Chris, and you were in the uh, end zone for the field goal that that ended that game. Now I like I like how you kind of frame that. You see the field goal go through. Was that with your was that with your phone or was that was that with your big expensive camera? I mean, I'm watching uh I think you must have posted that via Now how do you do that by the way? Sometimes you got to be using your expensive camera, but also you like to use that iPhone, I'm sure, to capture things. Are you almost trying to do both things at once sometimes? I was dual wielding it, Mosley. You would have been impressed. Camera, big, expensive, heavy camera in the right hand, cell phone in the left hand. Uh, obviously, the camera shot was more important to me, so I didn't even know what the cell phone shot was going to look like. But it's just, you know, you want to get the video out, so you got to shoot it on the cell phone, but then you need quality video to put on TV, so you, you do both. You would have you would have been impressed by me, Mosley. I think you would have, you know, given me some props <laughs> on that one. Always, and um, I do you think that uh, that Duggan? I mean, it, had they won that game after the, the the way he brought them down the field? I mean, that was an unbelievable uh, comeback in that one drive where he did it all himself. If TCU wins that game in OT, or they get in the end zone and maybe maybe keep K State out and win that thing in OT. Is Max Duggan the Heisman Trophy winner? I think it'd be hard not to. I mean, I, I was sitting there. He scores that touchdown you talked about. He's exhausted. He ran the ball six times on that drive for something like 60 yards. Finally gets in. He's on all fours with blood running down his elbow. This gutsy performance. And then he has to get up, and you still have to get the two-point conversion, throws a perfect pass. Yeah, I think that was, you know, you always talk about it's your body works the whole, and then you look for that Heisman moment. And if TCU was able to, to close that out in overtime, I think that is the Max Duggan Heisman moment that TCU would be replaying on their big screen every year for the next 30 years. I don't think he's out of the Heisman now, but I do think they close out that game and, and maybe he's responsible for the touchdown in overtime, then that would pretty much send the hardware to Fort Worth. All right, Chris Williams from KWTX Channel Ten. You're um, you're going to get ready for some Thursday night battles. Well, uh, Mart continues their march toward the state title game. Same thing for Crawford. We know you know China Spring continues to be unbelievable. Uh, you know had has had such an amazing season. Uh, walk me through Abbott. I was kind of watching the um, updates the other night. Abbott was like it was like. I mean, those those scores of those type games are just unreal, and that thing was changing by the minute. What? Um, <laughs> g- give me your kind of thoughts heading into this week, and I mean, if we are to have some state champion teams in Central Texas like we're used to, who is it going to be? I mean, who who gives us the best hope, and does everybody still alive? Do you feel like has a great shot at it? Definitely. I think the four teams that you just mentioned all have a shot at it. I, I'll, I'll start touching on Abbott because they're already in the state title game one yes. last round in the 1A. And uh, the thing about them is that to have a defense that, that is that impressive in six-man football, I mean, that is just unbelievable to be able to hold these opponents to a few points that they have all year long. Um, I mean, they had a, a stretch of, let me see, it was like five or six shutouts in a row there in the middle of the season. 
And then even, you know, it was a shootout in the, the semifinal, but just all year that defense has just shown how good they are. And then you put up 88 points in a semifinal game. Um, Darby Brown is, is she went there to practice today. So she'll have a whole thing on Abbott tonight at 10 on, on our station. Um, looking at the other one. So I went to China and Crawford last week. Um, Crawford's another one. That defense is just unbelievable. They, I had seen that Toller team beat Mart a few weeks earlier. And I wondered if Crawford could stop, they have a talented quarterback and, and just a huge, probably the biggest running back in two way football. And Crawford was cutting him down all game, get, getting a gutsy 14, seven win. And so, They'll be tested against Holly. Holly went to the state championship last year um, and lost. So that should be a good game. But, yeah, Crawford definitely has what it takes to get there and win it. China Spring, Cash McCollum. Let me tell you, hiring Cash McCollum's dad by China Spring, maybe one of the best coaching hires in high school football in Texas because Cash came with him. He looks comfortable. He's surrounded by guys who are playmakers and competitors. This China team looked as good and as complete as they did last year. In fact, maybe more well-rounded than last year. Last year we saw Major Bowden make a lot of plays that were, you know, just miraculous plays that you don't really see kids make. And this year it feels like they just are very good. They should have won that game against an undefeated Anna team by a lot more than 17, frankly. Um, and then Mart is just Mart. I, I People expect them to take a step back this year. They're young. Um, but I talked to people like the second or third game of the year. They said this might be the best offensive line that they've seen at Mart in the last decade. And, uh, and I think they have certainly made a case for it. So, yeah, I think you could very well see all four of these teams in the state title game. Probably Crawford has the toughest draw going against Holly. But I think all four are definitely in play. And I think we could get two, maybe even three state championship trophies coming back to Central Texas this year. Let's do it. I want you to be right in the middle of all that. All right. I expect <laughs> you to be, uh, you know, stationed at the uh, AT&T Stadium for everything that's uh, – that's going on with all that. Well, Cash McCollum, what an interesting guy. Listed at 6'3", mm-hmm. and uh, his brother, big-time player, that, as we know, and the uh, newcomer of the year as a sophomore at Wimberley. So you're right, good hire to reach in there. And, uh, <laughs> um, uh, and again, that's not why they did it, obviously, uh, uh, but it doesn't hurt, does it, when, you get, when, you, yeah. when you're able to get somebody like that. And so – that is uh, tremendous measurables. I'm 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 be kind of interested to see uh, if if Cash ends up playing somewhere and and kind of who's interested in him. You know, we're starting to see some of these 2024. Keep one eye, Chris. I'll just tell you since you don't always uh, you're very Central Texas focused, but you do cast one eye over to the Metroplex occasionally. Alito Longview. Whoa, I, that could be. That that'll be real. You know, Alito has whatever eleven state titles. I mean, it's it's unreal. But Longview has great great history, and that promises to be one of the great matchups. In fact, that might be for the state title. And that's at uh, I think two o'clock Saturday out at Kincaid, um, out at Kincaid Stadium in uh, in the Dallas area. All right, Chris, yeah. uh, I appreciate it. Matt, Let's Matt. yeah, go ahead. I do want to ask you about this. So I've driven past Alito a few times. It looks like their stadium can seat their entire population and then stuff. I mean, it's like that stadium is bigger than the whole town. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much every uh, every high school in Texas, you know. <laughs> but Alito has experienced some growth. And so we are talking about Class 5A. But there's sort of a mini version 
of Allen in the sense that they said no matter how much we grow, now, no matter how much people want to move into the school district, let's keep it. <clears throat> let's have one dominant school. And so they have it. They don't, you know, there's there's not going to be any other Alito schools. Whereas, like, in Frisco, which used to be tiny, they have, like, 10 or 11 high schools now. I mean, think about that. Allen has a big enough population to probably have five to six high schools, and they've kept one. So some districts do it differently, and uh, who's to say what's right? But, uh, I mean, you can create a superpower, and Alito is that. And they've got a junior quarterback named Hoss Haney. What a great uh, name for a school that's kind of the, the gateway to, to West Texas. Hoss, H-A-U-S-S, Hoss Haney. And, by the way, he runs a 10 6 I mean, he's like extremely, oh, extremely fast. Yeah, yeah. He's been to all the Baylor camps. He's got an offer from Nebraska, and we'll see where else, uh, where else they they go. But uh, Chris, always fun to visit with you. Let's go to Fort Worth. Let's have a good time, and let's embrace the Armed Forces Bowl. I don't care if Baylor is not excited about this. That doesn't matter to me. I'm going to be excited about it, and I'll uh, I'll show up, and I'll be there at all the all the. Um, all the media parties. Anywhere there's free food, Mosley will be will be pretty close by. <laughs> well, Matt, I, I told myself I would give myself one day to complain about it, and then tomorrow I'll be excited. And, and frankly, I would go to this bowl game if I could just to see two random teams play. I love college football. I love bowl season. So I complain, I poke fun, but I am excited. It's going to be a good time up there in Fort Worth. All right, there he goes. Thank you, Chris. Chris Williams. Uh, from Channel 10, he and Darby do such a nice job and are both great friends of mine, and so uh, great to have him on. The Matt Mosley Show, as we continue on, it is time for Campus Confidential. Let's look around the country. Lots going on, and we got to react, of course, to the college football playoff being announced, the top 25, all of it's next. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears are going bowling for the 11th time in the past 13 seasons. Headed to Fort Worth to the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, December 22nd. It's a 6.30 kickoff as the Bears take on the high-flying Air Force Falcons with Ricky Thompson, J.J. Joe, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. It's Baylor and Air Force, December 22nd in the Armed Forces Bowl, right here on ESPN Central Texas. WC Tractor's famous 10-10-10 program is back. Starting December 1st, schedule your Kubota preventative maintenance service visit. Let their Kubota certified and trained technicians winterize your equipment. Receive 10% off your service, plus 10% off the parts they use during that service. Spark plugs, filters, fluids, and more. Plus, receive an additional 10% off hauling if you need it. Make sure your Kubota equipment is ready to go next season. Avoid downtime and save with WC Tractor's 10-10-10 program. Visit them online at wctractor.com or ask to speak with a service rep today. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. Now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic 
the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again. Get it dressed up again. And let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners, we have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Ear Drive in Waco. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with good feet arch supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Are you frustrated with rising cost of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try the new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Cowboys used a 33.4 quarter to run away from the Colts last night, 54 to 19. Tonight on Monday Night Football, New Orleans at Tampa Bay, 7:15 kickoff on ESPN. College football playoffs are set. Georgia will face Ohio State, and TCU will face Michigan in the semifinals. Baylor will face Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth on December 22nd. Other Big 12 teams in bowls: Oklahoma State versus Wisconsin in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl on December 27th. Kansas versus Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl, and Texas Tech and Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl on December 28th. OU and Florida. State in the Cheez-It Bowl and Texas and Washington in the Alamo Bowl on December 29th and Kansas State and Alabama in the Sugar Bowl on New Year's Eve. UMHB will have a rematch of last year's championship game in the semifinals on Saturday as the crew travel to North Central to take on the Cardinals. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and it is time for Campus Confidential. As uh, news broke over the weekend of how all this would be uh, uh, coming down with the college football playoff, it's at this point I turn it over to Aaron Sexton. We will start with the college football playoffs. Announced this weekend, the number one seed, no surprise, in Georgia. Michigan, the number two seed. TCU, despite their tough loss in the Big 12 championship game, the three seed in Ohio State is the four seed left out, obviously, was Alabama. Their head coach, Nick Saban, not too happy about that. He had spent almost two full days on pretty much every network campaigning for the Crimson Tide to get into the playoffs, going as far as to say, that TCU's loss to Kansas State in the Big 12 championship game was, quote, a bad loss to a bad team. But, thankfully, Alabama was left out, and it will be the one-seed Georgia against the four-seed Ohio State and the three-seed Michigan against the two-seed Michigan against the three-seed TCU. Did he really say that? That is a direct quote. (laughs) 
I mean, that, I, I don't. Now he's saying good things, obviously, but. Maybe he's uh, so powerful that, but, you know, and Chris Kleiman's too gracious, and, and obviously people have tremendous respect for Nick Saban. But what an embarrassment. What an embarrassment. I mean, I'm not against lobbying for your team. That's okay. But now if you want to get, if you want to turn it into like politics and start, you know, getting into dirty politics and ripping other teams, that's a joke. Anybody that watched Kansas State this season, and of course they did get beat by Texas, they got beat by TCU, it's a good team. I mean, you know, we thought at that time Baylor had turned its season around and K-State just dropped the hammer on them. So that that's an embarrassing statement from Nick Saban. And, you know, if if Alabama had simply beaten a, a not great LSU team, that quarterback can't even throw the ball. He's an athletic guy. He's got no. He's got no ability to to throw the football. That uh, Jaden, what is his name? Jade I forget. I forget. It seems like the uh, Kansas. What's the guy? What's the Kansas quarterback's name? Is that Jalen Daniels? I feel like yes. that's the name of the LSU quarterback too. What is his name? Jalen. Anyway, he's not great. And you lost to them. And then you lost to a Tennessee team that did not end the season, had a great season by its standards, but, you know, ended up, one of those teams ended up giving like 59 or 60 points up to South Carolina. Tennessee, yeah. Yeah, Tennessee. So, I mean, honestly, Saban, for as great as you are, you are embarrassing yourself. And uh, I, I hate to see things like that. You know, What's funny, though, we talk about all these different things. Oh, can TCU get away with one? Can they lose? Good for the committee for leaving TCU in there at three and not setting them up to get crushed by Georgia because it would have been unfair to TCU and it would have been unfair to put an Ohio State team that got embarrassed uh, by Michigan. I mean, Michigan won that thing going away. That's not how K-State defeated TCU. And, oh, by the way, TCU beat K-State earlier in the season. So let's not act like, oh, my gosh, K-State's the better team. On that day, they found a way. TCU played with fire all season, and they finally got beat. I don't – I mean, I'm not some kind of TCU fan. I think my credentials on that are well established. But I'm glad they're in the playoff. And – I think the third seed is just fine for them. Today is a huge day in college football because the transfer portal opens up today. Lots of big names entering the transfer portal, including Oklahoma State quarterback Spencer Sanders. He is transferring after playing 43 games across the past four seasons and leading the sooner the sooner and leading to the Cowboys to the Big 12 title game last year. He is transferring as a graduate transfer with one season left. He has already been linked to some big-time programs that are losing big-time quarterbacks, including Florida and Kentucky. Boy, that's a weird one. Someone that's been that instrumental to a program and 
I, I think probably Oklahoma State fans are about ready to move on, but they still have to be thinking, what? Spencer Sanders is, first of all, their first reaction is, wait, he still has another year left? And their second reaction is, what in the world is he thinking? And you're probably, well, those schools you just mentioned, let me tell you what that decision about is about. N-I-L. And T. Boone Pickens, who has poured poured his whole fortune into Oklahoma State, we lost T. Boone, well, I don't know, four or five years ago. Um, I don't think this happens if T. Boone's still around. I don't think Spencer Sanders, I think they find a way to make sure he's well compensated. But this is a fascinating transfer. And I, I find it interesting that... Uh, that those SEC schools are the first ones mentioned. But um, I just, when I see a a deal like that, Aaron, and you said that maybe you'd already heard, you know, there were already some uh, rumblings. Let me just say those schools are bringing the money to the table. Florida, first of all, Aaron, do you realize how many, like, support staffers Florida has? They had a picture of them recently. I'm not talking about the assistant coaches. I'm talking about the support staff, like the analysts and all that, like 34 people just doing all that kind of stuff. So Florida will spend some money as a collective, and they'll spend some money on some coaches. So that would not shock me to see him. I'm trying to think who's been the quarterback at Florida. I thought we were excited about the quarterback at Florida earlier this year. We Did were, that thing just he, go sideways? No, no. Uh, Richardson, he declared for the NFL draft today. Why? <laughs> it's just going to be a first-round pick. Maybe, but, man, I didn't think he ended up looking that good. Ooh, really? You talk about desperation for quarterbacks. I do not think he's that good, but right. we'll, well see. The, the, and the preseason rankings, you know, they were expecting – in the preseason, I don't know if it'll still happen, five quarterbacks to go in the first round, and one of them was the Miami quarterback, Van Dyke, who got benched midway through the season. So it's it's tough to tell with quarterback. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The new men's AP Top 25 poll is out for basketball, and the top two teams are both Texas teams. Houston remains number one with 37 first-place votes, followed by the Texas Longhorns with 14, Virginia with three, Purdue, number four with eight, and UConn is five. Kansas is six. Baylor drops to 12, their first time out of the top ten in quite a while. Iowa State is 20, and TCU is 24. Preseason number one, North Carolina State, has had a rough start to the season, and they fall completely out of the top 25. You mean North Carolina? Yeah, North Carolina, not North Carolina State. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I I understand that Baylor needed to be penalized for that awful outing against Marquette. But then you turn around and on a neutral court beat, you know, a well-respected Gonzaga team. So six falling six spots felt like a little much. But um, we'll... Uh, We'll kind of let the dust settle and see where it all happens. But, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and, Aaron, 
it, I think I saw a note on this, 58 straight weeks in the top 10 for the Bears. And the first time not to be in the top 10 since 2019. So, Aaron, occasionally you have to fall out of the top 10 to make every, remind everybody to be appreciative of always staying in the top 10. Okay? So, that's okay. But first time out of the top 10 since 2019. An amazing run by the Baylor Bears. And, Aaron, something tells me at some point this year they will climb right back in that top 10. Absolutely, and I think it'll be sooner rather than later. We were talking about the college football playoffs. We've had lots of players decide not to play in bowl games and head to the NFL, but I believe we have the first player that's going to sit out the CFP to get ready for the NFL. Ohio State All-American receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba has said he is going to skip the college football playoffs to prepare for the NFL. He entered the season as one of the most decorated players in college football and the country's top wide receiver draft prospect, but he's dealt with injuries pretty much all season long. Wait, who is this? Ohio State receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba. Ah, yeah. yeah. Preseason All-American. I guess he was an All-American last year, but yeah, he hasn't played much. He's had hamstring issues pretty much the entire year, and he's going to skip the college football playoffs to get ready for the NFL. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a while. And, man, he came out of, you know, he at one point he was going to be over at Rockwall Heath. I think he finished up at Rockwall High School. And the numbers he put up in high school were unlike anything I've really ever seen. And I, I think he, this is a boomer bust type deal. If he gets healthy, he literally could be, one of the best receivers in the NFL. I think that's where it could head, but got it. He's got to get it right, and um, and I I don't fault him for making this decision simply because I, I just don't think he's going to be uh, ready to help them in time for the college football playoff, and uh, he could start kind of working ahead on things. And um, but uh, he he is wow. I mean, this guy was one of the great. High school wide receivers I have ever put, you know, I've ever seen uh, in all the years of covering these things. All right. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And next, we'll take you to AT&T Stadium. And some of the conversations I had last night with both Jerry Jones and then this new emerging star for the Dallas Cowboys named Duran Bland. That is next. Happy Victory Monday, everyone. I'm Christy Scales with this Cowboys report following a huge 54-19 win. You'll hear from the Cowboy who got the game ball right after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. 
What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. The Cowboys are now 9-3 after last night's 54-19 blowout win over the Colts in which Dallas scored a team record 33 points in the fourth quarter. It was a defensive frenzy of takeaways. Safety Malik Hooker, a former Colts first-rounder, got the game ball after intercepting a pass plus scoring a touchdown on a 38-yard fumble return. Hooker says once the Cowboys went up by two scores in the final frame, the floodgates opened. When we got up them two scores, whatever, we just pretty much built off. We started creating turnovers sack fumbles and everything and that's how we want to be every week you know that was just emphasis for us this week Dak threw three TD passes Tony Pollard ran for two scores and Zeke Elliott and Malik Davis each scored a rushing touchdown rookie Deron Bland intercepted two passes that's today's Cowboys report I'm Christy Scales Cowboy report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac cars and trunks are arriving weekly highway six at the Imperial exit in Waco and at richardcar.com Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayafuels.net. That's mayafuels.net. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements call bp services today for a free estimate within 24 hours and if you agree to the estimate 15 percent off your bill 254-292-8908 call bp services when electricity is on your list call bp services your needs i priority 292-8908 your 
From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is uh, Matt Mosley, and we'll talk some Cowboys. And I'll tell you what, 520, I want to give you an, an opportunity to, to sound off a little bit, and uh, we can get back into talking about the Baylor Bowl game, um, the season, Bears ending up in the Armed Forces Bowl. I don't think it's ever a good look for a fan base to be sort of openly complaining about the bowl they end up in, especially <clears throat> I get that it's at TCU Stadium. That's a weird, weird part of this. But if you go 6-6 six and six and don't meet expectations and you fire your defensive coordinator, you might end up in a bowl game that's not that great. And by the way, Liberty Bowl is not the greatest bowl game ever. The Guaranteed Rate Bowl out in Phoenix. Let's not act like that's the the most wonderful bowl game. This is a a game where actually Baylor people, if they want to, can all show up and have a good time. And one thing Baylor people do, they will grouse and they will whine about this a little bit, but we'll be there. I mean, for the most part, a lot of folks will show up. It'll be a good, it'll be a good time. So, uh, but, you know, I, I want to talk about it a little bit at 520. You know, just the whole situation. And, uh, and then... Right now, though, I want to hear uh, from some of the folks we talked to last night at uh, after the 54-19 win by the Cowboys. Uh, tremendous win. They won going away. It was close. It, late in the third quarter, it was 21-19. I mean, I, 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 it's hard to believe that Matt Ryan and the Colts, which still seems weird to me, you know, after all those years with the Falcons – that they were trying to get that thing tied up at 21 late in the third quarter. It didn't happen. Um, Cowboys have a few things going their way. They've got a tremendous defense. Uh, I would say one real negative from last night. And, of course, he had had some kind of bad moments in coverage in that game. But Anthony Brown uh, appears to have an Achilles injury, and it's uh, unlikely we'll see him again this season. He was carted off, and so that was a very negative thing that happened last night. Now, one of the people you'll hear from in a second is someone who has stepped into a a bigger role. It's a fifth-round pick out of Fresno State. His name is Deron Bland, and he had two interceptions in that game last night. The defense was crazy. I mean, it, it, it they end up uh, scoring 33 unanswered points. I mean, literally, they're up 21-19, and they went on a five-touchdown scoring frenzy in the final quarter. And Malik Hooker picked one up and ran it in. Aaron, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll tell you what. It's today Monday. Why don't we do our... Uh, 
why don't we do our um, uh, Schmaltz's trivia question today? I, I love I love when we we have an early trivia question, and I'll just tell you, Aaron, and we'll announce it in the next segment. Um, but something happened last night that hasn't happened in a long time in Cowboys history. A player had an uh, interception. And then he also had a uh, returned a uh, fumble for a touchdown. Who was in the same game? Who was the last Cowboys player to do it? Who was the last Cowboys player to do it? Whoever gets this one right, we will. Uh, you'll get you two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. And again, that number to text is two five four six six two sixteen sixty two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Who was the last person to have both an interception and a scoop and score in the same game? And he was a he was a famous player for the Cowboys. I'll give you that. But it was Malik Hooker who did it for the Cowboys last night. So much drama. Um, I. I I thought Odigizua played great. Micah Parsons was excellent against the run last night. Um, Dorrance Armstrong came racing through the middle of the line for a sack. Aaron, you'll remember this one. Donovan Wilson, who played at Texas A&M, he lines up like basically right over center. He he tries to get up there in a gap, and you're like, okay, somebody will pick him up. They didn't. He comes free and sacks Matt Ryan. That is a quarterback that has seen better days. Was begging. I mean, that he need you got to save that guy from himself. So, Aaron, I'll just say this: I, I didn't come as strong as some people on Jeff Saturday being hired off the uh, ESPN set, but it's a little bit embarrassing. It's a little bit embarrassing to go hire a coach that's never had any sort of background uh, as far as a coaching standpoint and just say, hey, you're in charge of the Indianapolis Colts. And I thought one point where he looked really exposed last night was not even knowing how to get out of a blowout. You know, run the football. The Cowboys were getting to the point where they were willing just to kind of get to the end of that game, and he still got Matt Ryan back there throwing the football. You know, you're down... 47 to 19 and you in your dropping back your 30 something uh year old quarterback it was not it was not a real smart move and um the uh, Cowboys just pounded the Colts 54 19 Aaron can you think of anybody right now that is for sure Better than the Cowboys in the in the NFC. Um, 49ers just lost their quarterback for the rest of the year. Garoppolo's out. All right, they're going to have Brock Purdy, the former Iowa State quarterback. The Vikings have a great record, but the Cowboys just, you know, absolutely destroyed them in that game in Minnesota. Uh, that leaves the Eagles. I certainly think... There is a fair argument to be made that the Eagles are better than the Cowboys right now. Aaron, is there anybody else that, I mean, I, I, I think it's the Eagles and the Cowboys in the NFC. Am I missing anybody? No, uh, you could have put 
San Francisco in there before Garoppolo got hurt, but I just don't think they're going to be able to do it with Brock Purdy, even as good as the defense is and as good of weapons they have. It's just going to be tough without their quarterback. Now, the Cowboys' obsession with OBJ, that's Odell Beckham Jr., the wide receiver, continued late last night, and I think he got into town perhaps last night. Jerry did everything but hand us the itinerary. Uh, He was going to be at the star today. He was going to end up meeting with some of the veterans committee, which Dak and some of the others are on. And then he was going to go to the Mavs game with some of the Cowboys tonight. Dak volunteered uh, to be part of that. And then I think he'll still be around maybe tomorrow. So uh, the uh, the Cowboys getting ready to possibly do a deal or try to do a deal with Odell Beckham Jr. There are other teams interested. I mean, this is, Aaron, this is a tough one because – I don't think there's going to be a time today where they say, hey, Odell, will you go run some routes? I mean, you'd love to actually get him out, run him around, see where he is. I don't think they're going to do that. Now, they could have their medical staff meet with him and 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 try to kind of see where he is. That could happen. But I don't think there's going to, there's any kind of like, hey, let's have him run around and check him there. So this is going to be, he's going to be here, but some of this is going to be on a leap of faith type deal. Now, I was at the game last night, spent time with Jerry Jones. Um, we This may need to spill over into the 520, the time I spent with, uh, in fact, Aaron, let's, uh, well, let me see what time it is. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and listen to some of Jerry here. This is Jerry Jones in this, like a lot of things, they win 54-19. There are a couple of questions about the defense, how well the defense played, and then the rest of it turned into a OBJ talk. And then Aaron is always a little embarrassing for Mike McCarthy. It's like Mike McCarthy was in there playing the small stage. All right? He had like six people in there talking to McCarthy, and Jerry's probably got, 50 people surrounding him, uh, cameramen, you know, people, all of that. Let's listen to a little bit of what Jerry had to say about this visit with uh, Odell Beckham Jr., which, by the way, is happening as we speak. Can you walk us through what tomorrow looks like for OBJ when he gets to Dallas? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, uh, let each uh, uh, stage of him being here. He's got a busy day. Uh, I'm going to have a busy day uh, in and around uh, uh, parts of it. And um, we'll have uh, probably by uh, the end of the day we'll have a good feel where we are. Do you know what time he's getting here? Uh, I've got his schedule in, and I'm not for sure if he's in tonight late or if he's coming in uh, uh, early tomorrow. What kind of physical would y'all be doing? Will you be able to work him out? Can you just talk about that for just to find out about uh, that? We'll uh, work it and uh, 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 get satisfied. I heard somebody say today those old pointed fingers sticking in those joints can make you jump, all of that kind of stuff. So uh, I would uh, know that he would expect a, a good physical 
a look. So he will actually get a workout in for you guys? Well, again, I'm not going to get ahead of tomorrow, and we'll see of what we're doing. But uh, uh, we want to uh, certainly see uh, uh, something that gives us every opportunity to have a big year this year with him, this year with him. Would you be comfortable signing someone like that without actually seeing him do something out on the practice field? Uh, whether I'm comfortable or not, now I realize your question. And so that says, would you do something like that if you're comfortable? Uh, I'd uh, probably uh, I'd do something uncomfortable with him. You would do something uncomfortable with him? I could, with, I could possibly do something uncomfortable with him. I, I, I know you keep talking I'm going to have to yeah, because you, he's coming back from an injury. Yeah. So if you keep talking about you need him this year, but he wants a multi-year deal. Are you comfortable doing a multi-year again, deal? Again, we, that's way ahead of uh, where we are. Uh, for the uh, uh, basic uh, uh, parts of the agreement, uh, we uh, we want to uh, sit down and see uh, if we can go to first base and uh, go from there. Why are you willing to do something that might be uncomfortable for you? I think that uh, that's kind of uh, usually my little tester of. Um, Just a uh, uh, when you're when you're uh, really in that uh, stretch out area. Uh, uh, we all know that uh, uh, to evaluate the future of a ball player of a player is uh, 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 only the man up above really understands what's going to happen and where it's going to go. On the other hand, I've seen the healthy of, healthiest of players. Uh, not get the snaps you thought they were going to get in. So this is not uh, uh, Widow's retirement funds we're working with here. This has got a lot of risk to it when you're uh, uh, basically uh, making agreements with uh, Jerry. Why is players in the NFL? Why is this the best place for OBJ given the teams that he's visiting with? Why is this the best situation for him in your mind? Well, I think we've got a quarterback that uh, uh, fits uh, uh, really um, could uh, uh, make some music with him, the quarterback. Uh, I think we've got an offensive line that would give the quarterback time to make some music with him. And then I think we've got seriously uh, alternative places for the quarterback to go that he would help uh, uh, open it up uh, that would give us more offense. So if his skills are skills that we've come to associate with his name, He's got some of that. That would help us. How good does it feel to be pondering, making a move like this when you got it going good? You when you make a move like this, things are not good, but you're, you got a three-game winning streak. You're scoring more points than anybody since Dak Prescott came back, and you still have an opportunity to add to that. That's that's uh, something that will be heavy on my mind. Jerry, Melissa Stark reported that Tyron Smith will return to practice next week. Just talked to him, and uh, he was smiling from ear to ear. He had a good week this week. I can't think of any single thing that could help a football team more than have Tyron Smith come in healthy at left tackle. I really can't. So right there is the biggest uh, lift that you could draw up for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, without exception. And we've uh, we've got that. And while he's been getting here, uh, we're in. We're in uh, relatively great shape at uh, eight and three and uh, nine and three, 
and uh, we're in relatively great shape, and here we've got a potentially healthy uh, Ty, uh, Tyron Smith. Uh, that will add to the entire group of offensive linemen and give us not only flex, but give us strength down through there. You saw Peters get seven, eight snaps tonight. And so when you look at what Tyler does to our depth as well as to our skill level in that offensive line, and you add that to the levels that, uh, that we're starting to play with our skill players, uh, now that's a lift, and that would uh, be, uh, frankly, more impactful than anything that I could do with, uh, 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 with Beckham or anybody. All right, so that was Jerry Jones after the game. And Tyron Smith's 21-day window begins today as far as for his return. Now, he doesn't have to wait 21 days. It's just a uh, a window that he has. And I would expect for him to get a little, you know, I don't know how much he'll play, but these games coming up, the Texans game, and then, of course, they go to Jacksonville. I don't know if he'll play against the Texans, but you would like to get him a little bit of uh, time at left tackle before the Cowboys host the Eagles on Christmas Eve in in what will be uh, truly a showdown. I sort of think the Eagles may drop one before that, and so you could have a game where you're playing and the and the loser and the, if the Cowboys won, they could potentially be in a tie with the Eagles. But of course, the Eagles continue to roll, have the best record in the NFC, and uh, it, this is uh, this is going to be really fun to watch. And I think we'll know hopefully within the next few days if Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be a Cowboys player. But I think Jerry wanted to make it known there that more than OBJ or anybody else they could bring in, that bringing back Tyron Smith will make will be a huge addition. That said, Tyler Smith, the rookie, has been great over there. I mean, boy, that it's not like that has been a turnstile. I mean, is Tyron Smith the better player? Well, of course he is. He's, he's got more experience. He's been playing for a lot longer. But the future left tackle is already on the team, and he's the current left tackle, and he's been tremendous. Uh, It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Baylor has been invited to the Armed Forces Bowl. Some people do not like that. Want to talk about what this looks like and what I think this means for the Baylor program. And uh, also wanted to mention a huge development for a Pac-12 school. Uh, in college football with their new coach. We discuss it all next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Our running number check of Baylor athletics on the Monday afternoon, Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor athletics, including football, going, bowling in Fort Worth, men's and women's basketball, and volleyball. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Grandma! 
Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. The Big Finish sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. And we're celebrating this holiday season with an incredible lineup of all new 2022 Jeep models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Gladiator, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Hurry in. Find the Jeep that fits your family. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can order it today. Wrap up some of the best deals of the year and drive home today at Allen Samuels. In Waco. Follow Baylor Volleyball all season on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Baylor V Ball. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guy, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. You know by now, Baylor football is going bowling for the 11th time in the last 13 seasons. The Bears headed to Fort Worth to play in the Lockheed Martin Armed Services Bowl coming up on December 22nd against Air Force. Also from the weekend, Baylor Volleyball wins in their first and second round matches in the Farrell Center. They're now headed to Louisville for a Sweet 16 matchup against the Louisville Cardinals coming up on Thursday. Baylor women's basketball, 79-35 winner yesterday afternoon in the Farrell Center over Houston Christian. Back in action Wednesday evening at 7 in the Farrell Center against UT Arlington. While the Baylor men coming off the big 64-63 win over Gonzaga on Friday night, they're back in action tomorrow evening against Tarleton. Scott Drew, how big was that win over the Zags? Well, first, uh, coming off a game where you get embarrassed by 30 points, I mean, uh, you're humbled, you're, uh, 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 you want to get out there and prove you're better than what you just played, and uh, you do that against a real quality team and someone you really respect, and uh, you knew that uh, they for two years they've been thinking about that game so you know they poured a lot of emotion a lot of heart and energy into it as well so uh we needed that win uh we got it and uh uh now it's on to tarleton scott drew and the bears now number 12 in the nation hosting tarleton tomorrow evening seven o'clock in the Farrell center and that's today's baylor sports beat more tomorrow i'm john morris the source for baylor athletic news and information espn central texas since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco born and bred, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. 
Maya Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Cowboys used a 33-point fourth quarter to run away from the Colts last night, 54-19. Tonight on Monday Night Football, New Orleans at Tampa Bay, 7-15 kickoff on ESPN. College football playoffs are set. Georgia will face Ohio State, and TCU will face Michigan in the semifinals. Baylor will face Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth on December 22nd. Other Big 12 teams in bowls, Oklahoma State versus Wisconsin in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl on December 27th. Kansas versus Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl, and Texas Tech and Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl on December 28th. OU and Florida to State in the Cheez-It Bowl and Texas and Washington in the Alamo Bowl on December 29th. And Kansas State and Alabama in the Sugar Bowl on New Year's Eve. UMHB will have a rematch of last year's championship game in the semifinals on Saturday as the crew travel to North Central to take on the Cardinals. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and lots to get to today, lots to react to. We'll have more on the NFL tomorrow, everything that took place, uh, Eagles win big, uh, the uh, Washington uh, Commanders and the Giants end in a tie, very weird thing. A little bit of an announcement came out earlier today that that Week 15 matchup between those two teams will be flexed out. So that game will uh, uh, be flexed, and I think that will be flexed into a night game by NBC, just so you know. Cowboys will not be flexed because they play a horrible Texans team this weekend. Follow that with the Jags. I believe those two teams are a combined 
5-18-1 this season. Nice, nice, nice job, guys. But I will say the uh, Texans are fortunate enough to have Jalen Petrie from Baylor. Had another interception, got it down in the red zone against Deshaun Watson, who was coming back with uh, the Cleveland Browns yesterday. I believe that's three interceptions on the season. And, you know, he's been about what you'd expect him to be. He's been arguably the Texans' best player on defense already. I mean, they are such a oof, such a rough organization. Uh, and they're just, at this point, trying to tank. But good luck trying to get Jalen Petrie to tank. Now, I want you to be able to sound off. Um, if you're upset about the bowl game Baylor ended up in, you need to get some things off your chest, or you're excited about the bowl game, give us a call, 254 254- Six six two sixteen sixty. That's two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Did you feel like Baylor deserved a better bowl? I would simply say that if you lose your last three games and you fall to six and six after being picked to win the conference, you get what you get. That's the way it is. I mean, you know, you you. How can you be? I mean, and by the way, do you think the Liberty Bowl or the guaranteed rate bowl out in Phoenix or anything we ought to be crowing about? Did they beat Tech? Yeah, they did. Did Tech end up with a better record? They sure did. They ended up with a 7-5 and record. Tech going to play in the Houston Bowl. University of Texas going to play in the bowl they always play in. It's the Alamo Bowl. And, Aaron, you know, over the years I've tried to cut back on my Texas Alamo Bowl joke series. But yesterday, I had I, I thought it was too funny to pass up. The, um, the Longhorn Network has its own Twitter handle, and they literally posted, after it, uh, Texas was going to the Alamo Bowl, our home away from home. <laughs> our home away from home is what the Longhorn Network put out there. Now, again, that would be a, a kind of a funny joke for anybody. They were being serious. They go to the Alamo Bowl anytime. Would Baylor rather be going to San Antonio than Fort Worth? The answer is yes. That's a better bowl. Um, but getting to play Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl and doing it in the week before Christmas – in Fort Worth, where Baylor has tons of alums, somebody was on with us recently trying to point out, like, say, acting like TCU somehow owns Fort Worth. Man, there are plenty of bears in Fort Worth. Now, is, is Fort Worth a huge TCU town? Sure it is. But the bears are all over Fort Worth. My buddy Chris Wolf, who's a, uh, a judge, federal judge up there now in Fort Worth, you don't think he and all his pals will be out there? I mean, they're all Judge Kincaid, who lives out that direction, who's another federal judge who went to Baylor Law School. Judge Kincaid and his whole gang, they're all going to be there. Um, the Bears are going to embrace this thing, and by the time this game actually gets played at Eamon Carter Stadium, it'll be, it'll be fine, and we'll have a good time. Now, is it weird that you have to go play in your rival your arch rival some would say and i agree with that your your arch rivals 
home stadium. Well, that's weird. It is. And TCU is going to be preparing to play in the college football playoff. Now, when will they leave for that? Well, that is New Year's Eve. I bet they don't get into town until the 24th or 25th. So the the days leading up to Baylor playing in that game, and Baylor will need to arrive to take advantage of all the bowl activities. So Baylor will be there on Sunday or Monday before the Thursday game. It's going to be strange. TCU is going to be hanging around. It's not like Sonny Dykes is going to say, hey, guys, you all all go home and celebrate Christmas, and we'll come back, we'll get together after the, the year, and then we'll try to get ready for the na- you know, to uh, go play for a national championship team. No, TCU will probably be there that week working out. Now, right around, uh, right after finals, Air Force is sending its team home. And they're going to get to go hang out, and then they'll bring them back, and they'll get them ready for the for the Armed Forces Bowl. This will be the sixth time Air Force has played in this. Air Force is nine and three. I looked at their schedule, and man, all their games were close this year. I mean, they came very close. They play in the Mountain West. They got beat by Boise State, who played for the uh, title in the Mountain West. Uh, they got beat, I think, nineteen to fourteen in that game. Air Force has been on a run, and they finished the season with either four or five straight wins. It's a good team. The Bears, if if you're going to use this opportunity for all these extra practices and all that, you can't show up and and be acting like you're too too good for this. I I, I get it, man. People think, well, they beat Kansas. They really should have been at the Liberty Bowl. Or they beat OU, and OU gets to go to a better bowl game. Folks, these bowl games are going to, if, if, if all things are equal and they've got the same record, who are they going to go with? Well, they're going to pick Oklahoma over Baylor every time because they have a huge fan base. They have a huge alumni base. They travel more. Did Oklahoma have a horrible season? Absolutely they did. But... I don't think when you lose your last three games and get to six and six, you can have too much ground to stand on. Boy, there's nothing we love doing more than whining about stuff. Okay, and it's not just this fan base. Other fan bases do it too. Um, I was very appreciative of Troy Calhoun, the head coach at Air Force, showing up yesterday and doing the Zoom. We were all on there. Um, if Baylor is truly going to send a signal that it cares about this bowl game, then Dave Aranda should have been on that on that uh, uh, Zoom call. All right, he should have been doing media yesterday. Oh, I don't want to talk about the Ron Roberts firing. I'm sorry. You you answer one or two questions. You say that's all I'm going to say on that. It's pretty easy. And I promise you, this is not Baylor PR is great. This new football SID Brent Ingram is tremendous. I promise you, he he would want. And again, I have not talked to him about this, but I but there's no way people in PR want to facilitate this stuff. They want their people talking. It's not like they're advising Dave Aranda. Hey, Dave, I think it'd be a good idea not to talk. No, the gracious thing to do is to go visit and try to help pump up and get some ticket sales for this bowl game. All right? Not a good look for Dave Aranda. 
to not be on that Zoom call. There, I said it. Is that going to, like, derail his career? No, no. It's not the end of the world. It just was a poor decision. I mean, he should have been doing it. And I see the tweets. I see the text message. Um, You know, we're out uh, recruiting. Well, good. I know they are. I know they are. But but Zoom can be done from anywhere. He pulled over in a Burger King parking lot to do the Sugar Bowl Zoom conference. I believe that was last year. All right? So the Zoom can be executed from wherever the coaches are. So not showing up and doing the uh, the, uh, the 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 press conference or Zoom conference, not a good look, okay? Not the end of the world, though. So we move on, and the Bears get ready to take on Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl. Um, if you want to sound off on this, you have a thought, 254-662-1660. You can call us or you can text us. Now, we're about to run out of time here because we got the dismount coming up next. But if you want to sound off, you can text us, call us. Again, it's 254-662-1660. Aaron, one thing that kind of comes to mind to me and and you let me know, Aaron, if we want to read any text messages or anything like that. Just text me, and I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll uh, be ready to to do that. But I I kind of think that you have to show. I mean the the Air Force Academy is is just awesome. You know, I mean we, our armed forces. It's something worth celebrating. Last night, we were celebrating the armed forces at the Cowboys game. They had this enormous U.S. flag across all 100 yards of the football field, covering up the field. It was cool. you got to show proper respect. When Air Force comes in here, and, of course, those, I mean, this is not like, well, let's go get a job after school, or let's go try to play in the NFL, or let's go see what we can do. These guys will all be commissioned, and they'll come out as officers after they get out, and they'll go serve in the military for somewhere in the neighborhood of four to six years. They'll serve our country. All right, this is, I, I, I just get excited thinking about Army-Navy. Uh, I got a great friend in the neighborhood who played at Navy. Um, and, and, of course, the Army-Navy game will be this weekend. Air Force, tremendous program over the years. They've done a great job in the Mountain West, and that's who Baylor's going to end up playing. And I promise you, Air Force will be excited about this opportunity. They don't get tired of coming to the Metroplex. Let me tell you why. It's, they love the recruiting. Um, I, I, earlier today, somebody was, uh, our, our man uh, Sean Hunt was reminding me that Midway has a, uh, uh, there's a Midway Panther that plays for Air Force. I think that's, his name is Wesley Nindago. All right. And, um, and he's a guy that has uh, uh, hopes of being in, uh, going to medical school at some point. Man, the Air Force is awesome. So you need to show proper respect and, and, and enter this game not moping around. Oh, we have to go to Fort Worth. Man, Fort Worth's a great town. I know you don't want to play in TCU Stadium. Here's how you solve that. Next year, go win 9, 10, 11 games. All right? And then you're not left to play in some bowl game you think you're better than. All right. Um, 
Aaron, I know we, we're starting to get some text messages uh, flow in. Uh, you had one at 254-662-1660. Aaron's always monitoring our, our uh, CNC Collision Center text line. What do you have for us? Tory basically said something similar to what you said at the first of the show. He said, I, they, I don't know if it's he or she, but said, I think Baylor fans should be happy. We even got to a bowl given the way that the team played at the end of the season. Should should be happy with wherever he end up is what uh, much, is what yeah. our texter was saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I just had one from uh from Joe. Uh a text that came in directly. One of our big time listeners, uh Joe, who's in the banking business locally. <laughs> maybe with our presenting sponsor. Uh, but Joe, Joe's weighing in kind of, you know, I think giving me an amen in the sense that Aaron, I mean, you got to, uh, this, this matchup, um, you've, you've lost the right to say, oh, it should have been in a better bowl game. If we've got same record as Kansas and Oklahoma, who are those bowls going to pick? They can't go pick. Somebody based on, oh, Baylor was great last year, and they deserve it. Kansas hasn't been to a bowl game since, like, the Clinton administration. My gosh, it was when Eric Mangino, maybe the first Bush administration, back around 2005 or 2006, uh, they're excited. I understand why the Liberty Bowl wants them. I understand why um, another bowl would want OU. They've got a bigger fan base. It's okay. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. Uh, we need to show up and and have a good crowd and have a good time in Fort Worth where a lot of people go and have a great time. You know, the stockyards, all of that stuff is fun. All right, love hearing from our people. Uh, it is time for the dismount. You want to sound off on this? Use our uh, CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660 is the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. We'll have to say goodnight. We'll do it next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Everyone at Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac, loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps' Toys for Tots campaign, and they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 9th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy for Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2023 GMC Sierra Crew Cab pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
with replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Republic Gun Club is the premier indoor gun range in Central Texas with 19 lanes up to 100 yards for you to sight in your new deer rifle. We have a huge selection of firearms, firearm accessories, and ammunition. Plus, avoid buyer's remorse with our Love Your Gun Guarantee. We also have a full-time gunsmith and skilled trainers. Republic Gun Club can also host your next party or corporate event. Stop by and see why Republic Gun Club is your home in the range. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by VP Services. Cowboys used a 33-point fourth quarter to run away from the Colts last night, 54-19. Tonight on Monday Night Football, New Orleans at Tampa Bay, 7-15 kickoff on ESPN. College football playoffs are set. Georgia will face Ohio State, and TCU will face Michigan in the semifinals. Baylor will face Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth on December 22nd. Other Big 12 teams in bowls, Oklahoma State versus Wisconsin in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl on December 27th, Kansas versus Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl, and Texas Tech and Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl on December 28th. OU and Florida State in the Cheez-It Bowl and Texas and Washington in the Alamo Bowl on December 29th and Kansas State and Alabama in the Sugar Bowl on New Year's Eve. UMHB will have a rematch of last year's championship game in the semifinals on Saturday as the crew travel to North Central to take on the Cardinals. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Man, we got all kinds of stuff happening. Uh, Tulsa just hired a uh, football coach. Kevin Wilson used to be at Indiana. Uh, I I seem to recall him being maybe with Bob Stoops at Oklahoma, longtime offensive coordinator and uh, in college football, and he becomes the head football coach at Tulsa. Decent coach um, and as far as X's and O's, very highly respected on that front, I think he'll probably do an okay job at Tulsa, but I wanted to uh, bring that. Looks like uh, Deion Sanders is closing in on hiring an offensive coordinator, I noticed, and it's somebody, Sean Allen, I think it is, from, uh, let me look at this again, from Kent, uh, which is interesting. And uh, uh, yes, is uh, 
Kevin Wilson had been, I believe, in Oklahoma State, and he'll be he'll do a five year deal with Tulsa. Uh, he's a former head coach at Indiana and a long time successful offensive coordinator. And uh, uh, OBJ's visit continues. Here's the vibes I'm getting from a medical uh, standpoint. I don't think he's ready. All right, this is what I'm kind of hearing from some people in the know on this. I don't think OBJ is ready. Now, that doesn't mean he can't be ready (laughs) um, soon, but he's not ready to step in and play immediately. So anybody thinking they're going to get immediate help from him, it's just not going to happen. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. We will talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock straight up. Everybody have a great night. Talk to you soon. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll look at the bowl match.